0: What's up, everybody?
1: What's happening?
0: This is uh, TikTok,
2: right? Yep, it's TikTok. How come I never know what's going on? What are we doing here? It's because you're in your forties. Power projecting. (laughs) That's what happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting old. I'm getting fat. Mark,
1: okay. and I don't know what's going on either. I gotta ask you this,
2: man i gotta ask you this so like this about my dick (laughs) it's always about the penis it's always about the cop but but listen 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 does it ever does it ever sting if i ever mention something about your age like because i like i'll you know i'll make it in jest but is it do you ever like say yeah and then you're like oh or does it do because i'll stop if you want me to i'll stop poking fun if you want me to but you uh, <laughs> find ways of of hurting my feelings all the time, quite
0: often. And I'm glad that we're starting the show off with this because we could probably, you know, get in depth. I mean, I've lost a lot of sleep, a oh, lot I'm of hair. Um, you have helped with my erections, though. I'm glad. So that's, that's I, appreciate, I appreciate that part of it. But yeah, man, I've been really sad really sad like man it seems I think I'm so old I don't know what to do about it and then I'm like you know what I think oh, if I out. miss or something then I'm really fucked and he's pretty tough and pretty strong and then he will probably just break my ankle and I'll be walking around even older than I already am so yeah I've been uh, just really licking my wounds about it <laughs> But uh, I'll make it through. You don't have to stop. Builds character. Okay,
2: Okay. good. Just handle it like a female hyena handles a male hyena, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just taking it. Just take it. Just take it.
0: (laughs) Speaking of getting older, it's important, you know, for a lot of people that listen to the show, but not just people that are getting older, but uh, for some of the people that are getting older, you might want to get your blood work checked and might be... uh, you know, it might be something where you can get your blood work checked out and maybe your shit wasn't working uh, the way that it used to when you were younger. Maybe uh, you need a little testosterone boost and you can have the people at Merrick Health test your blood, not only test your blood but interpret it for you and uh, they are not just testing your cholesterol, um, they're not just doing a lipid profile, they're doing a comprehensive panel that can give you the information that you need to get jacked and tan. so... You might want to look into what they have going on over at Merrick Health.
1: Absolutely. And a, a mutant like Ensema, you know, it seems like everything is definitely in order. But after you got your labs done, they did have recommendations for you. What were they? Did we lose in SEMA?
0: Hello? They muted him.
1: (laughs) I guess they didn't tell him anything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I
0: guess they told him to go fuck himself.
2: (laughs) Oh, okay. Was was I I the one who crashed? I think so.
1: Yeah, you were. Yeah, I
2: crashed hard. You're back. Uh, Sorry, guys. I, I, I yeah, I'm back now. So I didn't hear anything, but uh, yes. Oh, that's good.
1: No, I was, I was just (laughs) explaining how even, even a a mutant like yourself. You know, you would assume that everything under the hood's going just fine. Everything's running well. But after you got your labs done with Merrick, they still had some recommendations for you. What were
2: they? Well, yeah, that's the reason I like Merrick. They're not, like, looking at your shit, and then they just want to throw some sauce at you. You know what I mean? They they look at your deficiencies, and they give you suggestions. So, apparently, I need some more boron. I can either eat, what was it, um, supplement boron or eat, like, beets or something. And then uh, my prolactin was high. But, you know, because they they know that i partake in a, a little bit of the ganja smoke every now and then um i take a little bit of kratom here and there they're like you know that's just something it's not not a big deal it's not a big deal at all just keep it in mind it shouldn't affect your performance though so yeah it, it, i like how they give you supplement or nutrition suggestions before anything else they're not just this a type of company that'll just be like here have test and put you on something and some of the other uh Companies that
0: are out there, from what I've heard, some of their practices are to give people kind of cookie cutter, uh, just uh, testosterone replacement, thyroid medication, anti estrogen medications, and um, not there's anything wrong with any of those medications. They could be really useful to somebody, but uh, you know, each person's blood work is going to come back and and be their own. You know, it's kind of like a fingerprint, and so. They're gonna kind of take you through step by step exactly what it is that you need, and uh, I, I really liked. I really like the service so far. It's been really uh, helpful to me, and I think people will dig it.
1: Yeah, the service is
0: incredible, and
1: everything's been vetted by our boy, boy our boy, Derek. More plates, more dates. Um, you guys have heard him on his YouTube channel talk about like, oh, get some labs done with my lab company. This is that company, and um, you know. You can go on there, and it, it's gonna, it's a little confusing because there's a lot of panels that you can get. So instead of um, you know having you kind of sort through it yourself, we decided to get the absolute best panel. Um you know, the most comprehensive panel that you can get done. And um, we labeled it the power project panel. So head over to Merrick health.com slash power project. That's M A R E K health.com slash power project. You guys will see the power project panel and uh, for everybody else, it's going to be 500 bucks. So um, we have an awesome deal just for you guys. So when you load that into your cart at checkout, enter promo code power project, and that will bring the price all the way down to three ninety nine. This includes a written report. So, when you get those labs back, you actually have an an interpretation of what the hormone is, um, what a normal level is, and where you're at, and then some recommendations. On top of that, you actually get a one on one uh, telemedicine consultation with an actual doctor that will go over everything to where you can actually ask them questions and kind of, you know, it's a two way street. It's not just um, them throwing information at you, you can ask them, and they'll give you more information in return. Again, MerrickHealth.com/slash/powerproject. Make sure you use promo code PowerProject, uh, whether you get the male or female panel, uh, to receive that hundred and one dollars off. Uh, links to them down in the YouTube description as well as the podcast show notes. Uh, MerrickHealth.com/slash/powerproject.
2: Did you say free ninety nine? No, I'm joking. It's not free, guys. No, not. But quite. you get a good discount. It's it amazing.
0: Yeah, guys, uh, you know, something I wanted to touch upon today is, um, you know, I think people uh, sometimes are, are thinking about the different things that they have learned over the years and different things that they have maybe been in recognition of that they believe is, uh, you know, now true for them or true for the moment. And uh, something I was just kind of listening to the other day, I can't remember if I heard it on a podcast or who I heard it from, but uh, I was in some deep thought, I was on some mushrooms, (laughs) and uh, Mm. I was just thinking about how um, they're not really, you know, not really truths. I think if we're being honest with ourselves, a lot of times, uh, the things that we think are kind of lies, because we tend to lie to ourselves a lot, and I think the lie is to continually to kind of perpetuate the things that you're used to, the things you're comfortable with, And, uh, you know, uh, just trying to be, you know, super honest and transparent with yourself is probably like one of the hardest things you can ever do. So um, I think kind of recognizing that a lot of the little things that we tell ourselves, they're not really our truth. They're probably more (laughs) they're probably more made up. They're probably more of a lie than anything else.
2: You know, it's that's a really interesting thing, because it's like. Uh, you do sometimes want to be, you you absolutely want to be real with yourself about things, right? So you don't want to, you know, if you're five foot one, right, and you're saying I want to be an NBA basketball player and I want to play in the all-star game um, isn't necessarily the ideal goal, Uh, but you also like want to pay attention to having big goals and really trying to get there. You know, because People will say certain things, and or you'll say, "Hey, you want to lose hundred pounds?" And people will give yourself all the reasons why they can't do it, even though they absolutely can. Just because maybe there's a lack of belief there, or maybe there's just a there's a lot of reasons why they don't want to actually really go for it. Um, but I don't think that like that's not realistic to not have that goal if you get what I'm saying. Like you need you got to be a bit balance the line of being realistic about certain situations, but also for certain things being somewhat unrealistic because for example, the hundred pound goal, right? A lot of people, uh, will fail with that goal. You know what I mean? We've seen a lot of people have success, but a lot of people will fail. Um, and it's just trying to, I guess, be unrealistic about that and be like, yeah, I can do that. It's weird. There's somewhere I'm trying to get with this and I'm fleshing it out of my mind, but we'll get there. No, yeah, you're trying to be, uh, you know,
0: reasonable with yourself, I guess, and, and uh, trying to be rational and just understanding that um, we're going to throw out a lot of like, you know, you're going to to protect yourself. You're going to kind of throw out a lot of roadblocks and you're going to talk about a lot of reasons on why you can't do something or uh, this is a this is a really good one. How many are guilty of this one? Things will be better when <laughs> the situation will be better. Once I move, you know, because people are like talking about like moving from one place to another. When I move into my new house, it'll be different. I, uh, um, you know, when I, uh, you know, people just, we, we tend to, and when I say people, I, I, I'm referring to myself, my own experiences. Um, you always tell yourself like things are going to be different when this happens. Things are going to be different when that happens. And they very rarely are, are any different. Uh, unless you really have been working on yourself and really been working on making some real change, which is really tough to do because it's almost like we have like these default settings and these default settings are all actually they're, They serve us pretty well. Like when you go to do a heavy deadlift, your body rounds over a ton and your body's like, drop it, drop it, drop it. Like, just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. And what does that do? Protects you okay i i let the weight go my back doesn't hurt <laughs> mm-hmm. if you were stubborn enough to try to continue to make the lift then uh you may have fucked yourself up yeah and you know to to this whole uh point you
1: know in in high school or even after high school my lie was like oh, i'm just a skinny scrawny guy like that's all I'll ever else all i will ever be but i also couldn't sit there and be like yep i got the genetics to be mr olympia you know (laughs) like those are both incorrect but the um at least being like the skinny scrawny kid you know that was i was like i was born this way i'm gonna stay this way that's just it and that's what you know kind of enabled me to just keep going down this path of not giving a fuck about my nutrition never even trying in the gym. And doing all this stuff because I built this whole persona up to be this skinny person, and I just did it to protect myself, like you said, Mark. You know, because I'm like, what What happens when you try to do something you suck at? It's not fun, you know. And then you want to, I don't know, you get frustrated, and it's like, dude, I've been trying to lift, and I still look the exact same a year later. Like, what the heck is going on here? Um, thank goodness I, I kept coming back. Uh, I'm not sure where that came from, but you know. That that's kind of what I think what you were trying to really get, get at in Simo was like, we, we, we we're still lying to ourselves, but we can't fully like really go over the top and make up some crazy outlandish shit because we're going to end up probably in the same space or the same spot, you know, which is just unhappy and making up more excuses as to why
2: we couldn't do this or that. But that's the thing right there. Like, uh, I'm, I'm happy you mentioned that because a lot of times we, we have this self-talk, um, and it's to protect ourselves from the idea of failing cuz like no one really wants to fail at something although you will probably fail at it multiple times before you get to your actual goal but when you are dieting right and you binge and then you kind of fall off the diet well the diet doesn't really work you know what i mean uh or i come or, from a uh, family of big people so i come from a yeah. family of big mm-hmm. people like all of these different things um you, you were we're always trying to set something up to save us from the fact that maybe we just didn't meet the mark right now, and that's the hardest thing to admit to yourself that you just didn't meet the mark at the moment in time. Um, it was an outside source, you know what I mean? Uh, I've mentioned this before. I was having a, t- a talk with a guy who's been trying to lose weight, and he he's like, you know, I uh, I love burritos too much, or, or I say he and he and then he mentioned I, mm. I do smoke a lot of weed. Burritos. Yeah, and then he also mentioned he smoked a lot of weed, and he was just giving me reason after reason. I was just like, "You realize you're you're continuing to tell me all these things that you could fix or you could adjust, but you're telling you're, you're saying that these things are matter of fact, and you don't have any control over them." Got no
0: control over them, and it's easier just to kind of say almost like it's not my fault, like I'm, uh, you know, my body is stuck. It, 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 I'm stuck in this kind of uh, perpetual motion of uh, not being able to get anywhere, but it's it's not because of me; it's because of my circumstances. And uh, remember, we want to be a uh, a creator of our circumstances, not a not a creature of our circumstances. We want to be able to make shit happen for ourselves, and to kind of make things happen for yourself, you have to work towards. Uh, I think you have to always be working towards some change and I think the only way to get change is for it to be subtle you know if you try to change something all of a sudden out of nowhere it uh, can be re- really difficult I think we're in like a weird we're in like a w- weird topic because I think that this is uh, getting into a thing where you're trying to almost like outwit yourself <laughs> and uh, outwitting yourself is weird because uh you're the one that's trying to induce these changes. And if you tell yourself that you're going to change, you may run away (laughs) because you're like, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're the one that is trying to, uh, have the change. And it's almost like, it's like if you knew better, you would be better, you know, but you, since you know what you need to do, uh, you almost are, scare yourself away to actually taking action towards doing it before you really even get the opportunity of doing it. Maybe you set up, you know, some roadblocks. Maybe you tell yourself, uh, you know, you can't do it because of could be any bullshit reason that you make up uh, to just kind of block yourself so you don't have to go through the trouble of actually trying to do it.
2: You know, one thing that is really interesting about all of this is the the self-talk that we all have or what we say about other people like one thing that i hate is when i hear people say people can't change or 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 you know because i've heard there's a lot of people in my life that i've heard say that and it's probably maybe because their personal experiences with other people but it could potentially be their belief in themselves because when you say something about other people you got to realize if you say that then what do you think for yourself if you say people don't and can't change what does that mean for you right like like you you putting something on outside people will also make you put it on yourself that's why i don't believe in that idea that people can't change i truly believe they can because i'm changing all the time. And if I ever did believe that people can't change or people can't evolve, then what does that mean in my belief for myself? That means I'm also saying I can't do the same thing. And I see this so much in fitness too. It's like when I see these young guys saying, guys can't gain that much muscle or people can't be that lean all the time, or people can't do this. You're automatically saying that they can't. So you can't, even if that's something that you want to do, well, that's not something that people can do. So automatically, you're telling you're telling yourself you can't do it. You set your, you've blocked yourself from being able to even achieve said thing.
0: Absolutely, there's so many things you can change. It's uh, it's unbelievable, and things can change really quickly. Um, I was just thinking about this the other day, like when a when a certain team leaves an area and they go to another area so like the raiders you know the raiders were the oakland raiders for a long time i know they're in la and now they're in las vegas um people can attach themselves with that team they can be so excited about that team and then that team leaves and they're they just boom they change their beliefs like i'm not a raiders fan anymore it's like well what how how, you know how come some people stay loyal to it or whatever but and some people in vegas will grab a hold of those people grab a hold of that team and now they'll love that team when maybe before they love the 49ers or whatever other team so it's interesting there there's like things that can change uh really really quickly you can all of a sudden just kind of uh whatever your value assignment is to those things you can make changes pretty rapidly
1: it's uh super apparent when uh, a player gets traded i right i'm having a hard time i I think his name was Johnny Damon. He played Mm for the... uh, I want to... Shit, I I think he played for the Yankees. Or he played for... So... He he went from either the Yankees to the Red Sox or the Red Sox to the Yankees. Okay, and he was like the most hated player on the Yankees. All the Red Sox fans hated that cocksucker. You know, like (laughs) he got traded. He got traded to that team, and then all of a sudden, it's like he was the greatest thing ever. (laughs) It's so funny, but yeah, you guys are right. You know, like uh, and then in Sima, what you were saying is like, you know, I used to think. Not necessarily that people couldn't change, but I would put my negative attitude and my, um, you know, the uh, the mindset that I had for myself onto other people. There's no way in is natural. He's obviously on something because there's no way I would ever look like that. But just because I, I mean, that's a that's a, I mean, that's a total different like a comparison. But like just because I felt that I couldn't get better. When somebody else did, I would make up that excuse and be like, "Nope, they're they're definitely doing something extra. They're cheating or whatever," and it would 100% stunt my growth because I would just I wouldn't believe that somebody else could do it. So before I, I could even start, I would stop because I wouldn't believe
2: in it. Mm. The only reason why they're rich is because their parents had money, or the only reason why they were able to start a business was because they had this head start and the the only reason they did this was that like that's that's the thing i'm i'm so careful i'm so careful about the way that i speak um about other people because the way i speak about other people and the the things that they've been able to achieve is going to be a reflection upon my internal belief right if i'm always trying to take away uh, from the, from things that other people have been able to achieve, then automatically I'm setting shit up for myself. And even if it's not at top of mind when I'm trying to go towards that goal, like I feel like there's going to be something in your subconscious that's automatically going to be going off and stopping you from being able to do something because your belief system is so wrecked. You know, that's why I don't, I don't bash people. I don't say things can't be done. I don't put that message forward because that's not, I don't care about, like I care about y'all but I more so care about what's going on with my mental system up here and what that's going to stop me from being able to try to do. Like what you said
0: right there, I think um, we have a tendency to be uh, so overly concerned about what other people are doing or saying, Um, but it's like, let me... (laughs) let me uh, just take a beat and let me tend to myself for a minute because (laughs) I got my own shit going on I got my own thoughts going on and you really do I think it is important to be really careful uh, with the words that you choose and the different categories that you place yourself in we talked about it on a previous podcast where you said on my Instagram like I don't doesn't say anything about like content creator or anything like that it just says father and that that was intentional like that wasn't me like signaling to everybody like hey I'm a great dad that was me signaling to myself like that that's where I want my priority to be and so I set it forth I set it forward I put it out like that uh so that I can concentrate on that so I can concentrate on uh you know just, I guess, like doing me in the best way that I can. But I think a lot of people set up blocks, you know, about about what they can achieve, what they can do. It's really, really oftentimes said about like where you're from, you know, like where I, where I grew up, where I'm from. Uh, there wasn't really anybody that did anything all that spectacular that I knew of. Um, but also, if I'm being honest, I didn't really look around and see. You know, I didn't really, I didn't really, like, pay attention. And and, um, I'm sure there's probably lots of people from my area that ended up being successful in many different things. They just may not have been, like, you know, super famous or uh, whatever it might be. But imagine some of these people that we really look up to having uh, these, a mindset that, um, where they think they can't do something. And because they think they can't do something, they don't ever try. You know, if you look at Elon Musk... You know, he made an electric car. Okay, there were some other people that made an electric car, but he made an electric car, and then he made it easy to get it charged, kind of all over the place. It's all over the entire country. Mm-hmm. You can get the car charged pretty easy. There's like not a gap anywhere in the country that exceeds the limit of like the charge. <laughs> uh, so I mean, it's pretty like unbelievable. And then he makes a rocket, and then he launches the rocket. With the car. <laughs> like, I, you know, I mean, it's like, it's almost like making a mockery of everyone. It's almost like, fuck everybody. Like, I can do whatever the hell it is I want to do. And that's not, those circumstances aren't just for him. He's, he's not even born of this country. He's fr- he's from, he's from a different country. And he had the mindset of like, you know, hey, in the United States, you're free to kind of do what you want. And this is my version of that. And so, I really like you know his mentality and i think a lot of us should kind of carry some of that kind of playful childhood uh imagination that you might have uh, carry that into your adulthood and little kids don't think that they can't do stuff a lot of times a lot of times they're like they're diving right in right with a lot of ambition yeah yeah um even something
1: as simple as i don't know just like a like a pickle jar or whatever and like here's an adult like damn like i really can't get this one a like Just give it to me and it's like like do you understand all right here you go um but and then elon i i i, I heard that like on, i didn't watch it but on saturday night live he kind of mentioned that he had some kind of uh i don't know if it was a learning disability like something it, uh asperger's i believe mm-hmm. okay so you know again kind of I mean, fuck, that's a great example, right? Yeah. If somebody, you know, like yourself included, you know, if you believed into what someone's telling you about a learning disability or a diagnosis, uh, I I guess that that's different than like your lie, but you can use that as the excuse to be like, well, you know, I I got this, so that means I can't do that.
0: Well, how about like just looking at it from maybe a different even point of view, like, uh someone who can't see someone that's born blind sometimes they can hear better so Mm. like for me it's like well i don't know maybe i did have trouble learning or maybe somewhere in my brain maybe there's some sort of circumstances that uh for me reading is more challenging or whatever the, the case is which i don't even really think is true i i think i just would have to probably work my way through it and i think i could probably read just as efficiently as anyone else but it's always been a little bit difficult for me but even aside from that what about uh just knowing like oh well sometimes when some people when somebody's usually kind of weak in one area sometimes something else strengthens up and maybe that's Mm. possible for me maybe i'm a little like maybe it was no coincidence that the first time i laid down on a bench press uh i could easily press the weight i could easily press with uh I think two tens on each side and my friends couldn't really even move the bar. You know, so maybe there was some form of my nervous system that was more in tune with something, uh, but my brain wasn't
2: as in tune with something else. You know, I love the movie The Matrix. I love the movie The Matrix. It's my like favorite trilogy. I love it. And I love the way everything's put forward and how like Neo has to break out of the Matrix and it's all code, right? Right. Uh, Because when we think about like, when you think about uh, the brain has been put forward to be like a supercomputer and it, it takes in things. And kids, you, you soak things in and you learn things and you learn ideas. And a lot of those things set you up for how you're going to be as an adult. And as, as an adult, like you're pretty much being programmed, right? Um, so we have a lot of programming from when we we're kids. And I was lucky enough that my mom, there's certain programming that she set in that hasn't left. Um, she, and, and it's stuck with me, right? But there are also certain things that I had to try to reprogram when I became an adult. And I think that we need to really look at ourselves that way. Because, like, for example, um, having no dad, some people will use that set that line of programming and say, oh, because I don't have a father. This is why I do this. This is why I am this. This is this is what's going to limit me here. But other people like take that line of programming and they will literally just shift it and they'll take ownership of that and they'll figure out a way to fill in that hole that they didn't have you know what i mean um so like we just need to look at that as like you you grew up you watch certain things you listen to certain things and all of it is just all of it is just lines of programming that you can change something else the stretching is bad for muscle gain like or 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 big people or big muscular people are going to be tight and they can't you know, do well in jujitsu. You hear that a lot in jujitsu. That's That's some programming that the jiu-jitsu community has when it comes to muscle and the martial art. It's still there. That like, oh, I don't want to be muscle-bound because then I won't be able to move and be athletic. That's just a line of programming because that's not the truth. You know what I mean? And if you believe that, then it's going to stop you from going to the gym trying to work out and get stronger so you can be better on the mats. You got to take out these negative lines of programming and just reprogram that shit for yourself. He can't That's run and be jacked. Because <laughs> our boy Nick Bear, he's fucking jacked.
0: Right. Or our uh, uh, who's our English homie? Um, who's been really oh. jacked? Uh, Ross, Ross Edgley. <laughs> there we yeah. go. Edgley. Yeah. I mean, fuck, dude. Like,
1: dude, that guy's so jacked. That guy's oh, Jesus.
0: That guy's a fucking monster. That you know. And, and I, I think. uh on him. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yep. Okay, oh, go down, oh, Mark. Oh, oh, sorry. Chill out, chill out. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Anyway, we should move on to something else because uh, I got a little flustered. <laughs>
1: oh, my bad. Um, seems, uh,
0: I love what you said about like
1: the uh, the programming, the, the code and all that stuff. So if somebody is um, honest enough with themselves to acknowledge that they might have some of the... Uh, the imp- not improper, but some of the, some of this uh, coding that we're talking about. How can they? Um, I don't know, hit those ones and zeros differently and start, you know, changing that mindset and start changing that code. And how can they look at some of these things that maybe somebody else has that they have built up these roadblocks and be like, I'm never going to have this
2: or that. Mm-hmm. What can they do to get started on changing that code, bro? I mean, like, you, you got to change. You got to change the inputs to the fucking Fuck. computer. You know what I mean, like, I think a big part of people's fucking programming and coding is the things that they watch, the people that they follow on social media, the 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 people that they have around them. All of these people have an input in terms of the way that you're personally coded. So that's why I pay so much attention to those things. That's why like, I don't keep like I I there's a video that I talked about how I literally have no pessimist friends pessimists being people that literally just have they think that the worst thing will happen and they believe the worst thing will happen, right? I have no people in my life that don't mm, I don't that. know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really I really don't. I don't I don't keep those people close to me, man, because that programming is going to get in you, man, and and you'll start looking at things that way too. Um so you, like you got to pay attention are are the people around you do they Are they positive people? Do they pay attention to their things? Do they have good habits? Right, And if those people that are closest to you don't have that, understand that you're going to be a reflection of that in some way, shape, or form. You're not just going to go through life unaffected. (laughs) It's going to seep in and it's going to rear its ugly head in certain things you do and actions you take. So I'm so careful with that. I started uh, muting people
1: that would post shit about having to work on a monday being a thing because i just i didn't want that shit in my life anymore so if you've ever posted that and i'm not liking your shit that's be that's why
2: call him out
0: andrew (laughs) call him out (laughs) some of that stuff is so stupid right you know i think sometimes we're thinking about like reprogramming um you know because we're thinking about like i i need to of work on that but i think for a lot of people i don't even think it's reprogramming i think it's just programming period Mm. i think this information is kind of like new to you sometimes because i don't even know how we end up with our biases i don't know how we even end up like a lot of times they're not our own decision a lot of times they're things that we've seen a lot of times they're things that we have um been exposed to a lot of times like our ideas aren't uniquely ours a lot of times and and when you're a kid a lot of these things are things that you like borrowed or been renting for a long time and you've been kind of riding these things out forever and you uh, may not have ever really questioned them before I mean what about when you get old enough to think about religion I think this happens to most people where they're like hmm (laughs) okay I'm kind of out on my own now and I get to actually think about this a little bit more I don't, uh, you know, my mom's not going to beat my ass for, (laughs) you know, uh, saying like, hmm, I kind of wonder if there's a God or not. Like you, you you know, when you're young and your parents are trying to have these influences on you, sometimes they're not very rational about those things and uh, they won't even allow you to even question it or to even ask questions. You don't talk that way or my parents weren't really too crazy that way. But I know that for some people. Uh, It is that way. So I think sometimes we're we're going through life off of like borrowed stuff that we got from our buddy, borrowed shit that we got from our grandpa or our mom or dad. And we just never really sat around and really truly given it uh, our own thoughts and never decided like, hey, you know what I think I believe. I mean, you ever have someone kind of mention something to you? And you're like, I don't really have thoughts on that at the moment, because because you just haven't ever really thought of it before, and you kind of feel dumb. Mm-hmm. Or you're like, I kind of need to get back to you on that because I I need to like I need to actually like think about this more because I've never really gone down that that uh, rabbit hole. So I think it's not necessarily always like. Sometimes there are things you got to work on and just completely change and reboot and get an up to date. But uh, other times, I think it's just flat out just programming yourself for the first time.
1: I think even just admitting that, um, like, hey, I got to get back to you on that. Or, you know, I mean, probably use, well, use whatever terminology. But, you know, I, I, a perfect example, my uncle was i was just telling him like i want to put some cement down move the shed over blah, blah blah do all kinds of shit that i have no idea what i'm talking about and he was like oh no you should do this you should put this down like this blah 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 down you should do that da da da, down you should do this and then you can just blah blah, blah. and i'm like just staring at him like you know and, and i would i thought about it like man i could probably just nod my head and be like oh yeah that's a good idea but instead i was like uh, I have no idea what the hell you just said. So can you explain what this first like compound is and what this and that is? Um, and it, it was just funny because I was just thinking like a lot of dudes would probably wouldn't be secure enough to be like like actually I have no idea what you're talking about. Can you please explain what you're meaning instead of like oh yeah that's a good idea. But instead I'm going to go do this and that. And that's a little bit of a you know different topic. But that's what I was thinking of when you you said Mark like you know I'm not sure. Let me get back to you on that. Cause yeah, I I would just imagine that a lot of people that might be, you know, kind of that we're talking to right now about this whole like wrong programming and stuff might also not be willing to admit when they don't know something like that. You know, that's another step for another day, but that's just, that's where my mind
2: went to right now. I think I, I agree with you. Um, the big thing that you should, I think a big way to go down this rabbit hole is ask yourself why you believe what you believe. Like, Growing up, you know, like, I mean, I grew up within the Christian faith, right? But it took me a while to really start questioning why I believe certain things, you know, because it, it's 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 rough. And the, the, the religion rabbit hole is rough because it's like, when you go into church, everyone around you believes the same thing. Your parents, which you see as authority figures, believe the same thing. Your cousins, aunts, aunt, aunties, community believe the same thing. Right. Then within your echo chamber, you then are like, all of these people believe this. So this must be correct. Um, But then you you, maybe you start questioning certain things. And immediately once you start questioning certain things, if you're young, everyone around you is like, you're wrong. everyone not just no no one's like oh let me entertain that idea and everyone's like no this is the way <laughs> like, there is no other way you're dumb you're seven shut up shut up yeah <laughs> just just you know what and <laughs> bad things are gonna happen it's, it's like say it, that. right all liars go to hellfire. um <laughs> I remember my cousins told me that one day I was like I was like eight I was like so scared I'm like I don't want to go to hell because I was lying no <laughs> but but that's the thing it's like You should really start to analyze these things that you have such strong beliefs about. And maybe go out of the box, and maybe let's let's talk religion for a little bit. Go see other, not go like just go. Why do why do Jews believe what they believe? Why do Buddhists believe what they believe? Why do Muslims? What what is it about their belief? Because like there are millions and billions of people within these other these other things, and they are also so gung ho believing that what they believe is correct, right? And they one hundred percent they've had spiritual experiences, they've had this, but. Uh, sometimes you gotta ask yourself why and then go down that rabbit hole to really truly understand if that is your actual belief or if that's just something that is programmed into you yeah I heard a really cool uh, quote
0: and said the difference between an atheist and someone who's very religious is one god (laughs) I thought that was was pretty amazing (laughs) you know religion is you know it's a, it's a whole other thing to like jump into but uh, I've always been amazed by like um, you know somebody grew up in a different area they grew up in a different culture and so now and so they are born into having different beliefs and am I supposed to believe that those people are just wrong like they because they, they, they weren't born into being Catholic or they weren't born into being Christian Um, that kind of stuff is kind of hard for me to to understand it seems I mean that seems like really just kind of unfair and kind of fucked you know if that would be true that because you don't believe in this uh, one particular God that you're (laughs) somehow more in trouble than you know if it's just it's odd it's very very odd but you know I think people can really grab a hold of what we're saying here um, by us kind of you know, talking about the, how how religion can kind of play into this um, idea of like you got kind of programmed to believe a certain thing, and you can you can work on changing that, or you can work on determining what you feel is uh, is in your best interest. One thing about religion that I heard more recently, which I thought was kind of helpful for me, was to <laughs> which it's kind of hard to say this this way, but just understanding that. Be like, just understanding what the overarching reason for religion oftentimes is. It's just a, a way to help people deal with life a little bit easier. And whether it exists or doesn't exist, that's up for people to kind of determine on their own. Um, but it is a it's a form of it's a form of irrational thinking. And from my perspective, just because it's a way to make everything else a little bit easier to understand. Mm -hmm. A way to understand like uh just i don't know all the different weird things that happen in in the world it makes a little bit easier to understand and kind of displace uh some of uh you know theories of evolution and some other things that we now at least seem to have better understandings of
1: yeah absolutely and you know i guess if we want to change the um I guess the uh, you know from religion to something else. We can talk about like the families that are like, hey, like we're broke. We've always been broke. Um, you know, we, no one's really ever went to college, so you're probably not going to go to college. And so right. like, these same programs are, or I mean, these, these same ones and zeros are programmed in somebody, and they can't escape it because that's what mom said. That's what dad said. That's what the cousins said. That's you know my brother's doing that already, and it, it is hard to break out, but. Yeah, you, you can, you gotta kind to change that code, change the inputs, like in said.
2: Let me, let me give you this example. Let me give you this example. My mom, um, my mom was a single parent, but growing up, she did all the things she could to have me see strong men in my life. And not only that, she, like, you know, she put me around. Functional families <laughs> right functional nuclear families with a mother and father in the home um, and one thing that I was having a conversation with a friend and um, she was mentioning how like like she growing up she never really saw uh i guess healthy relationships right so so if if you're someone who's let's say that you are you know potentially having those types of issues within that realm, maybe. You need to try to find a way to find people with, I mean, every, every relationship has a problem, but, but find people with that and maybe see what's going on here or pay attention to podcasts with people that have that and maybe see what's going on here. Because a lot of people, like you'd be surprised, a lot of people have gone through a lot of life without seeing any functional relationships. And then what does that build into their programming? Functional, functional relationships don't exist like or or the, like good relationships don't exist that's a pipe dream i know a lot of people with that actual viewpoint and i know that's absolutely not the truth because i've seen so many and and i understand how that works so i'm like no right because i i searched that out right so you got to you got to pay attention to those things think about where most of our learning comes from when you're a kid you know and you see
0: Uh, One kid swing a baseball bat a certain way or throw a football a certain way, kick a ball a certain way. It's just mimicking, right? Like you're just, you're. uh, (laughs) And if you get around people that like consistently are doing the wrong shit, you're going to be doing the wrong shit too. And if you can get around people that are, you know, more functional and you're going to kind of start to think their way I mean I get really inspired and fired up getting around people like um, Kelly Storette or Jason Klepa. when I get around some of these guys um, it's just a breath of fresh air because they're talking about uh, they're thinking and talking about often and and Sean Provost uh, thinking and talking about the things that they can do and the things that they're they're going to do and it's really rare to hear those guys talk about any anything negative any hurdles they're just like yeah i'm doing this like and you're like what like how like okay cool and then they Mm -hmm. explain how and you're just like fuck that sounds so awesome but the last thing those guys are going to really uh tell you about are like these roadblocks they might tell you about a hurdle that they had to jump over to get something done but which is a small obstacle that they were skilled enough to get around
2: or past two things Mark, you know it's funny you, you when you when you mentioned that um i I think I don't know if it was before this podcast or the other one. I didn't even know you had a knee issue going on or a little knee thing. you don't talk about your shit like you you really. You really don't talk about it, right? I think that's something to keep in mind, because like when that shit happened to my hip, I don't like whine about it or anything. But I maybe talk about it a little bit too much than I even more than I should. I shouldn't talk about that type of stuff. So that's one thing. You know what I mean? Just it's it's something you're gonna get over it. It's gonna be fine. But a second thing that you said that made me laugh when you mentioned the baseball thing or the different ways kids swing kids swings bat kids swing bats man can't speak um is even to this day i still do this but i especially did it when i first started jujitsu and i've never talked about this but there are certain people who i just wouldn't watch their roles I wouldn't pay attention to their roles. Like when I when I saw white belts or blue belts rolling, I wouldn't watch them roll. When I went to tournaments and I saw other people competing, I wouldn't watch them roll. I would purposefully go on my phone or leave the room and I'd go on YouTube and I'd watch black belts and I'd watch like high-level rolling. Because for me, I was like, if I watch that, I'm gonna pick up some bad habits without even realizing it. And I've never talked about this, but that is such a big deal to me even to this day that I if I, like now I can like, if someone wants me to watch the role and maybe give them some critiques, I can do that. But when I was starting, I was so guarded in terms of the people who I watched do jujitsu because I was like, I don't want any bad inputs on this. I don't want to see something and, and build a bad habit because I saw somebody do something and I wasn't thinking about it. Then I start doing it. I was so guarded when it came to that. And that's exactly what you're talking about right there.
1: That, that's been one of the, uh, the the coolest things that I've learned from just lifting with Mark, you know, is like not really showing that something's bugging you. You know, it's like what, what have I done? I haven't done anything compared to like stuff that Mark's done in the gym and he's crushing it every day and he looks fine. But eventually I would find out like, okay, maybe he does have this knee thing, but he doesn't talk about it. And in, in that moment, you know, like, you know, my shoulder's bugging me right now. So if I sit here and Roll my shoulder the entire workout, like now nah, I gotta warm this thing up or whatever. It's like I'm just constantly thinking about it, and then even worse as a bad training partner, I'm now putting that on everyone I'm working out with. You know, they're just like, oh, yeah, shoulders issues occur, right? That's a thing. You know, so like I'm kind of putting that out there, and then they're receiving it, and it's just like
0: it's just bad all around. Um, the movie uh, Full Metal Jacket, the uh, it has the drill sergeant in the beginning yelling at everybody. He gets in one guy's face and he said something about, I don't know, he said they go back and forth a bit and the guy learns that his dad was a uh, soldier and uh, he's like, did he ever talk about it? And he's like, no, no, sir. And he's like, I bet you he was a damn good soldier. You know, so I kind of always... I've always liked that side of things where it's like you don't have to say nothing. I mean, a a good example of that is our boy, like John Cena. Like I'm still in contact with him quite a bit. He said nothing about returning to WWE, you know. And then I get a clip. I think Andrew sent me the clip of uh, Cena coming out and the crowd going absolutely bananas or berserk. Like he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to say, "Hey, man, I came back to wrestling" or whatever. You know what I mean? Like he just. he just went out there and and just and just did it you know and and for me like uh positive or negative is excited as i am to share something with somebody um you know or or as something might be bothering me a lot i usually just try not to i mean the only <laughs> the only uh place that, where that stuff is reserved is is mainly for my wife you know and uh we both bitch and complain it's like kind of just part of us being it's part of us being together in this world we get to kind of complain together and then we kind of settle each other into a spot of like hey there are probably things that we could do to make those situations better uh but we also just will let each other just complain (laughs) that's
1: awesome (laughs) i'm
0: curious mark Oh, go ahead, Andrew. Go ahead.
1: No, I was just gonna say I'm. I'm almost like you know, the, like the opposite. Like I'll let the uh, the negative talk creep out, and anything that I'm positive about, I'll kind of like keep that for myself for some weird reason. I'm not sure where that comes from. That's it's probably from me being formally pessimistic, kind of um, guarding myself from things like uh, like uh, giving my hopes up. But then also when things do go right because i was like almost expecting the negative to happen like i was i'm almost like unable to celebrate that
0: positive um outcome or whatever it's just really strange i don't know i haven't really thought my about wife that. knows me as being the biggest baby complainer person in the world
2: <laughs> <laughs> really really mm-hmm. that's that's actually very interesting <laughs> i there there's there's two things I was actually curious, Mark. You know how like you you've gone down this like personal development rabbit hole, right? Does does Andy do that? Like or does she pay attention to like stuff in that realm that much or is she just so locked in as a human being that she's like I'm good.
0: Andy is an alien. <laughs> she uh I don't I don't know. She doesn't uh I'm sure I'm sure some of those things would be useful to her. Um, might be a little helpful to her and she learns them through me but she just uh, she doesn't care just like when she's got like extra time on her hands she's gonna like uh, you know be on Instagram looking at like fuck Jerry (laughs) you know like (laughs) she just likes to she likes to laugh you know she likes to just so I find it amazing to be married to somebody who I think is so brilliant and so smart and then she's just doing the stupidest shit all the time. <laughs> like we're, we're on the plane and she's just sitting there dying laughing. She's watching like 30 Rock and there's just like, I don't even, I don't remember what the scene was that was going on in the, on the uh, TV, but she's always watching mm. like, you know, dumb stupid shit from like the eighties or just mind numbing, mindless uh, reality <laughs> TV shows. So I'm always just, I'm kind of baffled by her, but you know, what I've learned is just, you know, do your best to, you know, be as good as you can at certain things, but also uh,
2: mix in some some time to like not take life too seriously. And I was gonna also, uh, this is one thing I wanted to ask you guys. And Andrew it goes to your thing where you mentioned like sometimes you'll, sometimes maybe some of those negative things will creep out, but the positive things won't. I think that there is a strength to if you have a goal you You voice that goal to somebody or you voice that goal to people um or you voice that goal potentially publicly. and I know there may be a whatever there might be a danger to that if you don't always reach the goal um, but when it's out there, like you, it, i I think it's personally a little bit reinforced, you know, like I've mentioned that I want to get my black belt and i want will I want win some world championships as a black belt, right. And I go to my last tournament. I get third place in the absolute division as a purple belt, and I get third place in the uh, in the uh, in my in my weight division. Right? Does that line up exactly with my goal? No. But I I, I did have some good wins in there. Uh, but but I still have that goal. That goal hasn't gone anywhere, and I am no less taken back or, or brought down in my seeking of that specific goal. Right? So I think there's. There is there is something to that. What do you guys think?
1: I I think I, I I'm having a hard time wonder I'm having a hard time seeing how that doesn't align with your goal, to be honest. Um, I guess because you didn't win that well, one.
2: Yeah, but, some people would look at that what what and be I mean, like, This guy wants to do this and he's out here fucking Getting third place in a in a tournament like this. Like you still yeah, I understand.
0: You still want to level up so much further. Like yeah. basically you want to be number one of one and I guess you could say you you you, you finished in a hundredth place because you're a third place purple belt, right? Like something like yeah, that. Right? right?
2: Gotcha. Uh-huh. But like this is the thing, like I think it's if someone wants to lose eighty pounds, or if they're doing that. Let the people in your life know. I mean, sometimes those people in your life will be like, "Oh no, you can't do it," "Uh, but you're this." Get better people. But I do think there there's a strength in like you know letting the close people to you know, and maybe letting some other people know. Hey, I'm 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 trying to lose a bunch of weight, or I'm trying to get myself to a bodybuilding stage, or I'm trying to get this job doing this. Right? Put it out there because I feel that like it's not real yet, but now it's known. And it gives you a little bit more reinforcement towards like, hey, you said you were going to head towards that. You said this is what you were going to wanted to do. So you better keep fucking doing it. It's like if you don't mention it to anyone and you just keep it to yourself, that it, it's kind of like eh, if I fail at this, well, only I know I failed. No one else knows that I failed at it. Right. You, so you kind of save yourself that not just. From you. you save yourself the heartache from yourself, but you're like, not this embarrassment. I'm not embarrassed to, to the community. You know, they don't see how much of a failure I am. Everyone fails. Everyone sucks. You know, like we all suck at stuff.
0: We all mess up. We all make mistakes. We all, we all fall short. We all have, you know, I, for me, like a lot of times someone will say, oh, what's, you know, uh, what are some of your failures in business? And I'm like, I don't have any. Um, but, you know, it's, I mean, I could, I can point out hundreds of different mistakes that we've made over the years um, that have have been uh, kind of mess-ups or whatever, but they're all aligning with a bigger picture, you know? And so if you do put it out there that there is something that you would like to do, um, I think the only thing I would say maybe against that would just be just try to make sure it really is aligning with a lot of the things that you're actually doing. You know, the things that you're actually like, you're at least, you know, you're talking about uh, wanting to run a marathon and you more recently lost 60 pounds and now it seems like that could be a thing. So you just lost 60 pounds and now you started walking, you started to be more active and now you got to this goal to run 26 miles or whatever it might be that 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 starts to make some sense and i cuz i've heard people say stuff that just like is completely outlandish and i don't think that that's healthy i think that mm. i think that can be unhealthy when you're talking about stuff and i'm sure both of you guys have been around this before you hear people talking about stuff that they're just it it they're just they're they're, ne- they're never going to these people are never going to follow through on it and you're like mm-hmm. man I really just <laughs> I would love it if you would shut the fuck up because you've been talking about that forever you've <laughs> never done it and it doesn't seem like you're ever going to do it and so I think just as long as like there's a little sign that you're like heading in that direction then I agree 100% put your stuff out there and uh, you know take that before picture type of thing you know take that before picture post it before you even fucking think about it. Just get it out there. Yeah, When you put yourself out there,
1: it just, I don't know, it's definitely more motivating. And then, yeah, you're right. You don't want to say, I want to lose X amount of weight, and then the next thing you do is you you post a picture of, like, a huge, like, cheap (laughs) meal, or or I guess it wouldn't even be a cheap meal at that point, (laughs) right? It would just be what you ate that day. And... If you had posted the, the before picture saying, like, hey, I'm on this journey to lose whatever, you know, 50 pounds over the next year or whatever, whatever it is. And then you post, you know, like, "Ah, donuts on a Saturday.
0: What's up? It's like you fraud. Like, get out of here. <laughs> that would actually make for the greatest Instagram ever. <laughs> Just where you are just constantly like like talking about doing something and then you just fuck it up when you talk about doing something you fuck it up i think there's uh tim Dillon. he listens to some podcast um that he's like completely obsessed with tim Dillon's a comedian that has been on Joe Rogan a, couple, a bunch of times mm-hmm. um, and he listens to this guy who like weighs himself every week and the guy weighs like 500 pounds and the guy never makes any progress the guy okay. keeps messing up over and over again <laughs> and he's like I don't know why because I don't know what's sicker is like, the, the fact that like I like I keep listening to this and I am like so amazed by it he's like but I think it's because the guy's life like Tim Dillon's uh, overweight too he's like his life kind of parallels mine. He's like, that's why I keep. He's like, that's why I keep listening to it. He's like, I'm, I'm halfway thinking like, he's like, I'll, I'll listen to it. And I'll be like, man, this motherfucker's pathetic, and then he goes, I'll hear my kind of self say that, and I'll pause and go, that motherfucker's just like me. <laughs> I was like, damn,
1: ouch.
2: Mm. Yeah, man. No, I, uh, I pre, I, I like this, con- I like this conversation a lot. I like this conversation a lot because it's like Nick Bear posted something recently. I don't know if you guys saw it, but he posted like the first ever videos he made about Bear Performance Nutrition back in like 2011, 2012, and he looked like a stick, and like he was mumbling over, he was like jumbling over his words, they were like bloopers, but it was just so horrible. And then you compare that to the Nick Bear you see now, the amazing speaker he is, the amazing business he has with Bear Performance Nutrition, right? Um, but he put that out there in the beginning, right? Like, I've got these YouTube videos, the first YouTube videos I made, man, I can't even go watch them. <laughs> I cringe- sh- so hard, <laughs> like so hard because even just the way that I was speaking is just like, ah, oh, damn. Oh, you know, so this, this falls in line with like us talking about how you can
0: change, uh, you know, drastically and change your beliefs and things like that. Do you remember like probably when you shot some of that stuff, even if you would film yourself like lifting, you'd be pretty nervous probably, right? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Even if you weren't
0: talking like the just the most simple thing that you're already pretty damn good at. I mean, and it seems like you've been pretty big and jacked for a long time. So it's uh, just so silly, you know, these things that we attach to. uh, Man, I shouldn't shoot that. My arms don't look that good. Like, I I don't know what I'm talking about, you know, training arms. Why did I even, (laughs) what am I even doing? And it's cool that we at least got the, somewhere along the lines, had enough confidence to even just get started with any of it
2: exactly and i think it's the i'm so it's so cool that we have the technology to see that shit like we we can you can go back mark i I think i I didn't get to actually watch it but i saw it in the media room where it's like you and john cena and your brother like you guys were in a like a a wrestling thing together right in in an event right like you can go back you can see that stuff and you can see how far you've been able to progress and change and advance and it's, it's pretty crazy. Like Even when, when you guys brought me on to podcasts with y'all a few years ago, the initial thing in my head was like, I don't know how the hell I'm going to talk about anything for an hour or 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. right? I didn't really believe that I could do it. <laughs> but what it forced me to do was just learn more so that I can bring something better to the table over some time.
0: I was part of a documentary uh, for the Discovery Channel uh, on professional wrestling and uh me and john were on it and like yeah we were like cutting wrestling promos and stuff it was just brutal it was hard for me i just wasn't i you know it was challenging for me so i had to learn it it took a long time to to learn it and get used to it and john um i think you know john like he just practiced it uh but in in addition to that he was just he was just gifted at it too and, uh, you know, he, he took off like a fucking rocket. But the person that did that Discovery Channel video, and I think it, this is like dating back to like 2000 or maybe 2001 or something like that. The guy that, uh, filmed that was the guy that produces, um, a show called Survivor. <laughs> Wow. So, you know, it's like, I mean, that guy had to get started somewhere. Like, that was his job at the time. Um, You know, and here we are, you know, many, many years later. It's like, everyone's got to get a start somewhere. Everyone's got to, you know, John was doing that shit so long ago. And uh, it's a trade that he just kept working on and kept working on and kept working on. And everybody hated him. I mean, you want to talk about change. That guy brought about so much change he was so different than everybody um, you know the old mentality of, of, of old school wrestling was real dirty and uh, drug addicted and kind of a rock and roll lifestyle John was kind of clean cut went about his business was like a lunchbox type of dude that just oh, show man. up with his food and eat do his job take his money and go home and just put that shit on repeat go to the gym Eat some steak, wrestle, you know, work on his promos, and just he just did it over and over and over again, and everybody hated him. They fucking hated (laughs) him, and that's why they kept him. They kept him in Louisville, Kentucky, forever. They just they no one even wanted really wanted to give him a chance or opportunity. He spent a lot of money. He spent a lot of his own money on, like, he would get different colored boots for every single different location that they ended up in. Like, if they were in Michigan, he would be wearing, like, the Michigan uh, Wolverines colors and shit like that. Like, he just... He went through all these kind of crazy things to do it. And when I say they hated him, they fucking hated him. Like, especially the top guys, because they were threatened by him. Because he looked... He was fucking 6% body fat and jacked like a motherfucker and could talk on the microphone and everybody was terrified. They knew he was coming through and there was nothing they could do about it. But they wanted to try to be the keepers and they wanted to try to keep him out, but they, they just couldn't couldn't hold him back. He, he never, and that's why when he says, you know, he's got his thing where he says never give up. You hear kind of a lot of people say that, but when I see that, it gives me chills and goosebumps because I'm like, that motherfucker never gave up. Like I saw all that shit
1: that's amazing. And what what's the deal with the uh the wrestlers' boots? Are they actual boots cuz they they look like it, but then they're stomping mud holes <laughs> in everybody and I'm like what's going on? Here? I
0: don't know why I yeah, I don't know why they got those kind of boots. I'm not sure why. Um you
1: seem very like, you know, athletic yay. to be wearing <laughs> boots. Well, I mean, there's the, the well. boots, then the, the skin tight leather pants, the wet hair, you know, or even the underwear dudes on top mm-hmm. of other dudes. So I, I mean, yeah, it seems a, a little gay, but I mean, it's I think it's fine. We've
0: seen, you've seen gayer, maybe.
1: <laughs> I've watched our podcast.
0: I think, uh, you know, I think a lot of the stuff with with wrestling like starts from like just many, many years ago. They would <clears throat> have like feats of strength and stuff like that at like circuses, and so if you look back, those those old school dudes with the curly mustaches lifting the circus dumbbells. A lot of times those dudes were wearing like weird boots too. So I think a lot of this stuff, and that's where wrestling kind of came from. It came from like carnivals and stuff like that. so I think that's maybe where some of that stuff initiated from.
1: Awesome. Fun conversation. Fellas, you got anything else to add?
2: <sighs> what were we even talking about? What was the main topic of this conversation? Y'all remember? how I, wrestling
1: is? Ah, uh, no,
2: no, no. The The main thing, the main, main thing.
1: The my lie type of uh, thing. Ah, yes,
2: yes, 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 yeah. yes.
0: That's funny. Yeah, so we, no, uh, we circumnavigated a lot.
2: Circumcised. Circumnavigated. Circum- 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 on that note. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> um... Funny story, actually. This is going to be quite oh, disgusting. Oh. Um, when I played when I played soccer in college. Oh. That was the first time I've ever showered with other naked men. This hasn't mm. happened oh. before in my life. Oh. And there's there's a guy on our team, JB Jordan. Um, Jordan had a little bit of extra skin because he was uncircumcised. So mm. sometimes <laughs> Jordan, sometimes Jordan <laughs> would <laughs> stand there. Just like naked, right? And he'd have some pennies, and he, you know where this is going. He would take these pennies and see how many he could fit into his foreskin. Oh my! And I God. think he, I think he got like seven or eight pennies, and yeah, that's just bad. wild things, man. Wild things that people do. Bad hygiene. <laughs> you
1: don't know where, like, you don't know yeah, where that real nasty. pennies have
2: been. <laughs>
0: That's real nasty, man. That's real nasty. <laughs> and Seema's like, can you do quarters too? He's like, can I help him?
2: <laughs> Bruh. Oh, God. College, man, college soccer was hilarious, man. That's, Those that's dudes a, are great. That's
1: an uncut gem, hmm. right?
2: <laughs> uncut gem. Yes. Uncut gem. Woo. Good one, Andrew. That's a real good one right there. That's a real good one. Okay. But I wonder about the morality of of, of male circumcision. Just because, like, when you th- when you when you legitimately think about it, it's like, okay, I mean, I'm not, not uh, <laughs> like, I'm I'm circumcised, right? But like, yeah, I, like I was I was I was you know mutilated as a kid, <laughs> and, right? Right? But it's interesting. I don't care. I dig it for myself. But will <laughs> I do that to my son? I, I don't know. I don't know if I'll circumcise my son. It's all I, really weird. Uh, it's all yeah, really I, weird. I, I was not for it i
1: didn't I didn't care yeah. about yep nope, I was, was like nope, that's i i don't have any i don't have any understanding as to why it even really started i mean, I know it' was like religious type thing, but there's a religious aspect to it, yeah, yeah, and then you know as a as a baby if you don't like clean his junk up correctly, you know could get infected or whatever I was like, hmm not snipping that thing off I'm like nope. no snippity slip so hopefully he doesn't get
0: embarrassed by this add extra if anything
1: yeah a little, little
0: <laughs> what'd you say mark i said act add extra if anything right <laughs> add extra
1: <laughs> take whatever i <laughs> oh, can get oh man
0: <laughs> all right andrew take us on out of here buddy
1: thank goodness Uh, thank you everybody for checking out today's episode if uh, you learned something uh, maybe helped you out maybe even laughed just now uh, please hit that like button please ring the notifications button and uh, subscribe if you are not subscribed already and share this with a friend that may or may not be lying to themselves as to why they can't accomplish certain things in life and um, thank you to Merrick Health for sponsoring today's episode again that's at merrickhealth.com slash power project make sure you add the power project panel uh either for male or female and at checkout enter promo code power project for 101 dollars off that panel uh follow the podcast at mark Bell's power project on instagram at mb power project on tiktok and twitter my instagram and twitter is at i am andrew z and seema
2: where are you at and Sima Yang on instagram and youtube um and at and seema Yang on tiktok and Twitter. Have, you, have uh, you
1: checked out the uh, the recent Chartable charts?
2: Actually, I was going to ask you, have you checked it out? So we're we're, uh, we're,
1: we're killing it. We're like in the top one hundred and fifty in the U.S. for like uh, the big one, which is I think fitness and health. Health, yeah, health and fitness. And we're yeah. number ten in terms of fitness. And we're always yeah. ten in fitness. Yeah, I was just I was pretty pumped because we jumped. I think like ten points or whatever you want to call it.
2: So, want to guess where else we are? Though we're number one. Where are we number one in? Cayman Islands Papua New Guinea baby Yes, Papua New Guinea we are number one that's all damn, in I fitness been there in like a couple weeks shit lay out the red carpet folks <laughs> lay out the red fucking carpet and there's this other place called Seychelles, or Seychelles I don't know if it's like islands but we're number two there we're fucking oh, celebrity. We're, we're number one in El Salvador for fitness oh nice. that's actually that's actually a that's actually a big spot that's number huge. one in El Salvador and they go and get me some, like, you know, rice and beans down there for free because I'm a celebrity.
1: <laughs> you can't, Amazing. You can't pay for food down there in El Salvador.
0: Shit. All right. I'm at Mark Smelly Bell. Strength is never weakness. Week is never strength. Catch y'all later. Bye.